0: what's up everybody welcome to today's episode of the hamilton Trained podcast i am your host jared hamilton if you're new here welcome to the show today i have a good friend of mine that i wanted to get on the line that i wanted to interview for you guys Um, his name is chad hargrove some of you probably already follow him chad is an amazing fitness coach chad and i became friends here um for this past year over or last year i should say but um Chad has an amazing approach when it comes to fitness, fat loss, getting stronger, feeling better, looking better, all that kind of stuff, because a problem that a lot of coaches have in terms of their philosophy and how they design programs and do their thing is they have a very uh, completely philosophical, not very applicable to real life and kind of bullshitty approach. Well, Chad, that's why I appreciate his approach so much, is it's extremely applicable and tactical, where it's super simple you're not going to get overwhelmed it's um there's times it would almost seem too simple but it's one of those things where it is very um simple to execute and start immediately getting results okay because a lot of times people make this whole fat loss thing way too fucking hard and complicated and complexity, like what we'll, we'll, you'll hear is talking about, it. complexity is the enemy of execution. So Chad has an amazing, simple approach that works, that gets amazing results with people. And I wanted to get him on the line and talk about it. So buckle up, grab some coffee, and enjoy the show. Yep. what's up, man? How you doing? I'm good, dude. How are you? I'm good. Awesome. We are recording. How are things? Uh, really good, man. Um,
1: Business is good. Life is steady. Um, I'm back home for a bit. I was in Toronto for a while. I'm trying to figure out what the hell I want to do and where I want to go. So I
0: might go abroad or something like that, but we'll see. How are you? Solid, man. Good. Doing good. Sundays uh, is one of my bigger programming days. So basically I can computer and do that week's worth of, um, online coaching stuff. So
1: yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah. uh, I got
0: like, yeah. Programming all day, basically. Hey, it's awesome. That's great, dude. So trying it. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, I appreciate you getting on here, man. I know it's, uh, I know, I know you're busy, so I really appreciate you getting on here. No, I appreciate the ask for sure. For sure. Well, let's get right into it. Uh, so, uh, for those of who, who will be listening, who don't know who you are, talk a little bit for a second on um, who is the legendary Chad Hart. The legendary. <laughs> Thank
1: you so much for that. <laughs> um Well, I mean, uh, I'm, uh, I'm a fitness coach uh, based out of Ottawa, uh, Canada right now, but I, w- I, I was in Toronto for a while. Um You know, I guess I'm just a guy that was a pretty regular story getting into the gym when I was around 14, 15 and kind of, you know, finding every way to screw it up and uh, get hurt and, you know, yo-yo diet and and, and all that stuff. And uh, as I progressed through it, I was a bit of an athlete, um, had a lot of injuries, uh, injured myself on, on the sports field, injured myself in the gym. Um, so it led to maybe a little bit more of an intelligent approach to training, um, you know, a lot of self-education. I was a pretty terrible student, but for some reason I, I had no problem nerding out on the uh, on the fitness side of things. And then, uh, you know, I ended up getting a lot of help um, from some of the better people in the industry and uh, you know, things progressed into a career, I guess.
0: That's awesome, man. That's that. So how long have you been, so how long have you actually been coaching people?
1: I've been, I got in around, uh, I I think I'm on year four or five and then uh, online it started around, I think right around when we met would have been like 17, 18 months ago or something like that.
0: Awesome, man. That's good stuff. So, Uh, one of the biggest things I want to talk to you about and get some of your feedback on is um, one of the things I love about you and your approach is, um, is if if things like happiness and adherence, if those two qualities aren't met, it's like, what's the point, you know, versus the quote unquote, most optimal thing in the world or what's trendy or what's whatever. So that's one of the, one of the things that I appreciate a lot about um, where you come from with, with all this. So, with that being said, um, in your opinion, with, you know, the experience you have and what your your thought process is at, where do you see most people go wrong in terms of trying to lose weight, trying to diet, trying to work out and all that stuff?
1: Well, I mean, I could probably narrow it down to about like maybe three three areas and try and keep it less, you know, the less, you know, principles and stuff we can follow on the the more people stay on track. And that's probably number one is like there's so many different trends out there. There's so many different opinions out there, but there's only really a couple of things that really matter. Um, And I mean, like how strong you are is like, is it based on everything training wise that, you know, whether you're looking for more athleticism, more muscle, a a better ability to burn fat and then calories and protein. Um, And I, and I think in a lot of cases, you know, like I, I made a post a little while ago about, you know, just thinking about why everyone seems to think that they can, you know, transform in three or four months. And I think it's because we continue to put up pictures of people that have gone through, you know, exercise programs for three or four months from, you know, influencers or whatever, you know, the big the big Instagram accounts that have, you know, like, you know, 10,000 people going through their programs and they post the 1% that do really well or even the, the 0.01%. And it creates a false expectation. So people set themselves up for failure when they think they're supposed to be doing more Um, in less time than they actually are supposed to be and it it creates uh you know they make good results in three months but they actually think they're screwing up um but uh i think i think that's what it comes down to is just like people take short-term runs at this thing um and they're too focused on you know hopping around to the next different trend and not focusing on what actually matters
0: right i like that man i like that a lot because well, cause that's the thing is, I mean, I'm sure you and I share a lot of the uh, similar clientele, like in terms of, you know, the, uh, you know, most, like most, like most of my clients are, are, are just people who pretty well want to look good naked. Like I don't, I don't train like, and work with a ton of like high performance athletes or anything like that. Yeah. It's mostly people who just want to look good naked or in a swimsuit, you know? Yeah, exactly. Well, and which I think that comes down to it is. Um, I feel I, I made a post on this as well. Um, I feel, I feel like a lot of people have the false expectation. They have to do what these elite level high performance athletes do. Like yeah. I'll, I'll see people like out the gate, someone who's ne- never worked out, someone who's never heard of what a calorie is or never ate remotely structured or anything like that. And they'll out of nowhere, go eating bland chicken, bland rice, unsalted, Foods, uh, go hop on the fasted cardio train, drop all their carbs, drop all their fats, and they're like trying to do like what you know these competitive level bodybuilders do in like the final two weeks of a prep or something like that. Um, uh, yeah. opposed to someone who just wants to look good naked
1: to- totally. It's, um, you know, if there's like honestly like, for a lot of people, and I mean, your clients are very much the same like the only goal is getting them consistent in the early going if they can just go to the gym three or four days a week like like we had planned like they you know that they, they come in they say okay i want to go to the gym three or four days a week if we can just get them going in there performing the exercise properly and like even like unless someone's really really overweight and they need to see the weight loss or something but a lot of the a lot of the people like i handle are you know in our middle ground where i just like i know inches are going to come off I, I know, you know, something might change with their weight, but their appearance is going to change. They're going to get more confident with the gym. Like if you just worry about that in the first like one month or two, um, and then be prepared to deal with some fact that like they might have a, an, an inaccurate, you know, expectation, as far as what results actually look like, you put them in a pretty good position to like, okay, well, this is how easy it is. And then after two months when they're com- and comfortable with that, you can, you can focus on like the protein, putting calories in the right spot um but i think like 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 you mentioned you, you know the research out there is so geared towards like turning like you know a silver medalist into a gold medalist it's it's like everyone's wondering like oh my god like is protein okay like if i eat 150 grams of protein is it like is it okay or do i really have to eat 180 it's like you know this stuff is really really small um like even for people that are like like even for someone that's looking to like get in like peak shape like this stuff is is small, considering, and then and then people end up, you know, worrying about this, and and all of a sudden, you know, they get screwed up, and they're they're out of the gym completely. Big problem.
0: Right. Well, I th- I think a big thing, uh, I think media and the industry and and you know, like we talked about, like certain influencers and things like that leave leave a, a really big false expectation because. Most people, whether it be someone who's jumping on board with my coaching program, or just uh, gym goers, or um, what fills most of my DMs, it's all the, it's all the same stuff. Um, <laughs> where 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 everyone's focus is on all it was what I call the five percent. Like yeah. um, where where everyone's focusing on the top the the top five supplements they have to take, the yeah. uh, the meal timing, the Uh, Well, should I do cardio, fasted cardio before a lift, after a lift, during a lift? Should I eat my own thumb or like all these little what I I always call the 5% where they're not even focusing on the 95% where are you in a calorie deficit? Do you know what protein is? Are you strength training? And I, I think people think it's a lot more complicated than it actually has to be.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. As soon as like one thing isn't perfect, the whole thing breaks. And the truth is, is like, I mean, you don't have to be even near perfect to make progress, especially for where most people are at. But uh, yeah, no, I'd agree with that. Totally.
0: Yeah. I, I feel like people, I feel like it's almost programmed anymore. It's like a, just a, a subconscious programming where we, where everyone wants to make it a lot more complicated than what it has to be. Like Well, yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I think, I think people just like, people have an inaccurate understanding of like when people make progress, like for instance, you know, people drop carbs and they lose weight and they think it's because they drop carbs or when people don't make progress, they, they have an inaccurate understanding of why. So people attribute why they make progress to things that aren't impacting progress. And people attribute a lack of progress to things that aren't actually um, stopping them from making progress. And that's, that's confusing when, like if you know what creates progress then it's a hell of a lot easier to be confident with what you're doing but like i see it all the time you mentioned in the dms like people don't actually know and and and, and the problem is is people have been so taught to um, know things that are wrong like they like they've been taught to absolutely 100% be certain that carbohydrates are why they aren't losing weight and you know you can't just tell them that's not the case because they absolutely know this like they would argue to the death that you know, mm-hmm. the reasons why they're in progress and they're actually like, they're actually fundamentally incorrect. And, and it's, it's not because they're dumb. It's because they've been so confused uh, and so taught these things that, and like, that's, that's, a, that's a tough thing to get out of.
0: Yeah, I agree hundred percent with that. Um, it, it, it's interesting. Like, I, I think it's, it's that same, that, that same teaching thing. Like, I think, I think people um, associate basically simple, um, simple complex that relationship with easy, hard, um, uh, cause I, I, in my, in, in, in my frame of mind, I, I, those are, those are opposite planets. Something can be simple. but That doesn't mean it's easy, but I think people will like, especially like people trying to, to sell some stupid shit, um, uh, will we'll try to market like basically easy fat loss where it's versus it should be simple, but if it was easy. Everybody would be shredded and, and have giant muscles. But, um, I think a lot of people misunderstand the relationship between something that is easy versus something that is simple because i think i think everything should be simple i don't uh, you know complexity is in my in my world is the enemy of execution when you're complicated when things are complicated and you're overwhelmed you're you're not going to execute you know yeah
1: i think you, you can probably narrow that down to almost like everything that actually matters in life is that like the truth is when it comes down to it like you You know you read the seminal books that like everyone refers to to like you know when it comes to like i don't know happiness like let alone fitness like the the principles are easy to understand it's carrying them out that is actually hard but you know i I like to tell people it's like you don't want to go through your whole life um avoiding doing hard things because you know that's what's actually going to make it fulfilling
0: yeah 100 percent i agree i would i would totally agree with that so let me ask you this from uh, i want you to touch on this so from an actual applicability standpoint from a day to day in, in your world, where does somebody, someone says, all right, Chad, I want to start. I'm, I'm, i want to change my situation. Where do I start? You know, where, where does someone start? You know, where there's all this information, there's all the, every, every neighbor around doing a different trendy diet, everything on the media is saying you need these 18 supplements, everything. uh, You hear all this stuff, you go into the gym and there's a thousand pieces of equipment. There's all this crazy stuff. So some, someone comes to you, Hey dude, where do I start with just changing where I'm at? Where do you, where would you have somebody start?
1: Okay. I'll, I'll start with something like a little bit more mindset and I'll, I'll go into uh, you know, something more practical, but like mindset wise, I would say like how fast do you want to get the results? Um, and then multiply that time by about five. So just actually give yourself a long time to see the results you want. Even if it's not going to take that long, just give yourself a r- ridiculous amount of time to make that progress. And I like that. Like, you got, you got your life to enjoy the progress. So if you say, I want four, you know, I want to see the results in four months, give yourself two years. So chances are, you'll get the results you want. If you give yourself two years, way before two years comes up and chances are after two years, you, you know, you build habits and you love it. So you're in it for two years and chances are, you got more progress than you ever wanted or, you know you fell in love with it and now it's a part of your life which a lot of people get in and say they want a lifestyle and and never actually commit to making it a lifestyle so give yourself more time than you think and the next one is just like under like you know we we go back to the basics of you know program making your own programs and that's basically just learning how to squat learning how to lunge learning how to how to deadlift or learning how to like hinge into your hips but you know for simplicity's sake learning how to deadlift properly um, learning how to push, like to a bench or uh, push up or something like that, and then learning how to like, row or pull—they're um, all very very basic, and if people can understand. Like, a variety of exercises in those classes just get stronger at them and not in the process I guess they're doing really well. Um, and then as far as nutrition goes, I think like it depends a little bit. If you if you're overweight, you have to accept that even if you don't think so much and you've got to kind of find where the, for, for a lot of people i think you know for a lot of our clients is what goes on on the weekends um and and find like start looking at ways to to get rid of that and and start adding like you know obviously the vegetables and fruits and, and lean proteins is, is your basis of any healthy diet um but also don't don't expect perfection on the nutrition just kind of start slow like i mean if you you know and if nutrition and training all of it is too complicated to start off with to worry about workouts for the, for the first month or something like that.
0: Absolutely. I, I like that.
1: I think I threw a lot at you there.
0: <laughs> What's that? I think I
1: threw a lot at you there.
0: No, no, I love it. I love it. Well, that that's the thing is, um, is I, I with, with the different other professionals and experts that I like, that I get on the podcast, I, I like to ask similar questions just because it's crazy. The variety that. Uh, of answers that'll hear but then the things act the same but then it's like every every uh every coach that I'll talk to you on here there's like a new snippet that like I'll want to implement into my program like um yeah, like, yeah. like like right like the what you just said just now about the timeline like okay Bob how fast do you want to lose weight uh three months okay times five all right 15 months in like that's yeah. my new goal like I'm gonna use that like I love it like I had Carter on here um, well, my snippet, like from Carter was, um, he teaches that how you make the concept of how you maintain your weight is gonna- like how you lost it. There's a new snippet. Like it's stuff like that. I absolutely love it. what, what was the word you used? I just, uh, something cut out there. The word Carter used. Oh, um, uh, my, the, the phrase Carter, the little snippet I took from Carter was, um, when talking to clients, especially who, who are really following the trendy lines and stuff, um, uh, is that he uses the 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 phrase, how you maintain your weight loss is going to look a lot like how you lost it in the first place. Yeah. So uh, what's interesting is when I, I'll, I'll ask other like different, you know, different coaches that I'll get on similar questions. It's, it's really interesting about like the same stuff that everyone says, it's kind of the same, but then the few little snippets that's kind of like to you or to Carter or to Jordan or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah.
1: What do you say? It's funny because what what he said, uh, you know, Carter Good said about uh, about weight loss looking a lot like or maintaining what's going to look a lot like weight loss. It's funny, like that's absolutely true. And then sometimes on day one, especially with a weight loss client, you know, I'll, I'll be telling them, like, we may be trending your calories, like, I'll be preparing them for the idea of diet breaks and uh, and even like, e- even what maintenance calories look like. And the last thing I want someone who you know, starts off at 1600 calories. And like, they might be, I don't know, like 140, 145 pounds. And I say, you know, eventually, if you want to get down to, you know, if it's a a woman who wants to be, you know, 120, 125 pounds, I'm like, we're gonna have to lower these calories down. But I want you to understand right now that, you know, where your calories are kind of right now at 1600, it's actually where we're going to trend them back to to keep you around uh, like 120, 125. So I'm trying to already under give them like, not talking about metabolism, but already giving them an idea of kind of like, you know, how, like, I think people just never get out of chronic dieting. Um, mm-hmm. Like, at, like I'm always like, at some point, eat more has to be a part of your plan. Just as long as you understand, eat more doesn't mean go back to eating the way you used to. It means eat more than you
0: are on this diet. Right. You know, that that's one of the things that even just in our little, what, 18 minute conversation we've had so far is, um, that I that I really appreciate about how the way you coach is you're all about um, proper expectations. Yeah. You know, that's, that's one thing that, 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 um, that, you know, looking back at my coaching is that I could probably do a little bit better at is setting because it's setting those. Cause I think that's, that's a big, honestly a big problem with why so many people fail is they see all everybody on Instagram got shredded in eight days and it's taken them like month eight. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think I take
1: a. I think I think I take like a, a question about that on, every week, and like you know, it's it's always like so like you know, and, and it's like looking at, um, you know, not 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 to name names, but it's like you know, Kayla, it signs nine point, you know, whatever million followers, and then, you know, every every week someone new comes out who got like into the best shape of their lives in twelve months, and I'm always like I'm always asking about like you know you know what about the ninety nine point nine percent of the people that didn't actually follow the program. Um, so you know it's it's the expectations thing is it's yeah it's pe- people set them up for failure and, and on the on that same token though like uh, sometimes I don't even want to talk about it on day one with someone because I know that if I'm just ready to catch it you know after week eight when they're like oh so disappointed yet there's two point two and a half inches off their waist and and like they've lost five pounds and somehow that's disappointing Um you know, then I can catch it there and be like, no, this is exactly the way it looks like. And funny, funny enough, I never get pushback on that. I never get, no, like I'm supposed to make this progress. I always have a, you know, pretty good way of just saying, like, you know, the stuff you see in the media. Because, thing is, people don't have a hard time now when they're set when when someone tells them the stuff you saw in fitness media is bullshit. Um, you know, it's almost like comforting, like okay, I've been lied to. Like now, people aren't like, you know, fifteen years ago, people pl- believed all the crap out there. Mm-hmm. Now, now it's like they kind of believe it but you know when they're told by someone they're working with that you know you you're just prone to believing like the crap out there that's been out there for 20 years it's almost comforting they're like oh okay so so i'm actually on track it's like i find a lot of my clients they just want to be told they're on the right track
0: <laughs> yeah
1: and and they say it in the intake in day one they're just like someone just to like give me some confidence like just look yeah along when like when it's hard, like it's okay to miss a day or you're absolutely where you're supposed to be. Like, it's not that complicated. Like, you know, like the nuts and bolts to our job isn't that complicated, but obviously the, the psychology of it can be, you know, challenging, but, you know, as long as people are getting the workouts in and, you know, once they get more advanced, they might have to like really dial in. Some people dial in right away, which is great, but usually it doesn't make much of a difference in the early going.
0: I completely, well, let me, let me ask you this. What is, um, what hmm. is your most uh, frequently asked question? What is it? What among everything else, what do you get asked about the most? I'm
1: on, on, like on DMs, you mean like, just like people just in asking general. out. Just, um, um, well, I mean, from clients, from clients, it's, it's actually probably um, like, am I doing well? Um, so people just want to know, or, or it's like, am I doing well? Or like, is that okay? So it's like you know, is it okay if I do like spinning like once once a week on top of my workouts, or um, am I doing okay in terms of my progress? They just want to feel reassurance that like the things are going well, and they just they just want an, like a professional to be like, yes, you're completely on track. The stuff that I get from like like not my clients, um, <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like probably just like where do I put my calories like, and mm-hmm. which you know, which an- not angers me because I know it's important, but. The reason why it frustrates me is because people put way too much um, people put way too much emphasis on like the calorie counter that the calculator that they found online and like you know like people actually think like the difference between you know the calculator that said five hundred sixty calories a day or the calories counter that said uh, fourteen ninety um, is different um like i would say like you know i have no problem telling a client on number one it's like i just you know i made a simple calculation and pretty much guessed where your starting calories can be um and if they don't work we'll just change them in one or two weeks um you know it's almost just preparing for them for the fact that like the way you make long-term progress in anything is to adapt as you go and i'm just being the one that's going to hold your hand through that mm-hmm. but that's probably the one i get the most and it doesn't even matter how many times you, you it doesn't matter how many times you post about it um because so many calculators are, are out there people are confused and you know if i put a post up saying you know ask me questions um every two weeks uh, on my instagram or something it's uh you know the, the questions that roll in or what, sh- what should my calories be
0: yeah well that's that's what's interesting is that i get that question a lot um and dude it's the the thing is even just answering that question is like like i hate just using a calculator like yeah because um, one every one or every Every calculator out of the like the fifteen thousand that are on Google um, are all different, but there are so many. And I thought I think this is what people don't understand is that there are so many facets that dictate that. Like I yeah. can't tell you how many clients that I've worked with who their diets are just so atrocious that there's that it would be starving them beyond belief if I threw a calculator at them. Like I, you know, if if yeah. I pl- if I plug one of my girls. Like I had a girl that started with me. She was she's pretty overweight, and she drank a lot of her calories. Like she drank probably two thousand calories a day of pop. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. and if I plugged her numbers into a calculator, it would put her at like fifteen hundred. But if she's been consuming like borderline forty five hundred, I'm I'm not forty five to fifteen. That is not maintainable whatsoever. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's uh exactly, and like. uh... I think I made a mistake at one point. Like I think I, I, I put in a comment section on a post, like, you know, like, like the, the, va- like the valuelessness of putting someone like just calculating someone's calculate like calories right off the bat. And this was probably wrong on my part, but I, I put it out there and I saw a stream of comments come in like over the course of a while because people are reading these comment sections and I would get getting a lot of people just like, can you calculate my, calculate my calories for free? Cause that's what I said I'd do. And, and 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 I started getting really frustrated because like oh shit like it, like it, I need to ask more questions and all of a sudden I was like spending half an hour with people asking questions and it kept coming up every day and I'm like you know it's like the starting numbers aren't crazy important but you do have to like I I are on the side of re- like I on the side of like less strict in the early going I know you can do both mm-hmm. ways with certain people but the truth is is like you pretty much have to know what someone's background is like if someone yeah. has like if someone's ha- having a problem with like binging. Like that's, that's usually just like, and, and there, there are situations where you want to see a professional about that. But a lot of times that just comes down to someone who's been trying to lose weight too fast and restricting too much. So the first thing you do is just raise, raise their calories from what they've been trying to do. And all of a sudden it's like adherence goes through the roof and um, you know, they feel better and, and stuff like that. But yeah, like the calorie thing is, um, it's important, but it's like over-focused and you know, the calculator stuff is just like, you know, it's, it's, it's confusing people, but yeah.
0: Right. Well, one of, one of my go-tos that I like to, to do that, like that, but, but I like any more, especially if I, this is definitely, if it's a client of mine, um, you know, if, uh, if someone, I, I start working with someone before I ever, ever tell them what uh, their calorie ranges are, uh, I'll have them track their, their stuff for a week. I'll just say, Hey, before I, because, you know, I, if I call, Hey Chad, I'm lost how do I get home? There's no way you could accurately tell me how to go home unless you knew where I was at. Like, oh well, if you're south, you need to go north, or if you're north, you need to go south, or whatever the case is. So, if I, if I don't know where you're at, there's no way I can tell you where to go. A lot of the times, it's me everything I need to know right there. Like, I'll start working with someone, and I'll say, okay, before I can give you your calorie range, I need to know what a day in the life of you looks like. So track your calories yeah. for the next week without any difference in what your normal day-to-day is. And honestly, that's, you know, about 50% of the people can't, can't even do that. Like, let alone me give them any sort of structure, like, you know, 1500 or 1600. Most people that I talk to, they've never even tracked before. Yeah.
1: And and yeah, do you, do you have people go through like a, like a, do you do that with new clients before they get into it?
0: Yeah. Like before I'll like give someone a calorie guideline, I'll I'll make them track, you know, for, you know, X many days or whatever the case is just to get a ballpark in number one, to get a ballpark to see what a day in the life of them looks like. But number two, if they can actually track and number three, if they can actually track without a mental breakdown. Yeah. (laughs) Because, because that's, that's that's the whole other side of it. I have like, I would say about 50% of my clients are like your type a personality who like cannot fathom not knowing their calories they are a number they're numbers people they love budgeting they love they love numbers yeah. every sock is folded kind of you know your, your type a personality but then probably about the other half literally like sends them into an anxiety overdrive the concept of counting a calorie and you know then we have to meet them where they're at you know it's that kind of thing
1: yeah yeah it's uh yeah the calorie counting thing is hard and yeah. The, the, the strategy of getting people to count before you give them numbers is definitely a good one. Um, because if you just ask people where they think they are, especially if they, even if they're people who know how to count, um, you know, if, if someone's not holding their weight where they want it to be, whether under or over, I mean, we know that, you know, we know that estimations are, are off. Like even I, like, my estimations are off when I'm completely just like not really paying attention. Mm-hmm. Um, but,, uh, but usually, usually, like if you can just try- get someone to do a strict seven day you know calorie count and like just be really strict about it it's priority number one, all of a sudden things become really, really obvious. Like this stuff isn't that confusing. It's just, I mean, life is confusing, yeah. so it's kind of inter- it makes it challenging.
0: Well, I'll see people. um I had a client, like I had uh, this one lady in particular I was working with. She's super sweet, a super amazing person. but she said, Jared, I cannot figure out why I'm not losing weight from when we started. I plateaued and da da, 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 da. I said, wait, I thought you told me you have quit tracking is like you did when you first started. And she said, yeah, well, I eat the same exact thing every single day. So like, what's the point of tracking? And I said, track this week. I said, I want you to just track every single food and drink that goes into your mouth this week. And then let's, let's yeah. have this conversation in a week. And what, maybe two days later, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. Like somehow that sleeve of crackers was 400 extra calories I didn't account for. Like,
1: (laughs) yeah. And I I mean, I like I've heard people talk about like people in the industry. It's like, you know, you need more tools than just calorie counting. But I'm always like, you know, when someone pays me and they want certainty. Um, you know, it's probably best to track than to, you know, not a lot of people can go by, go, go by rules and know what they're doing, especially if they've had trouble for a long time. I know, I know when I was like 18, 19, 20 and, you know, fuddling my way through all this stuff, I would go half-assed on, on counting. I mean, just like eyeball stuff. And the truth is, is like, I, like I always tell people now, like the difference between half-assed counting and really, really diligent counting where you're counting everything seven days a week is usually progress. Um, And if you keep that up, it's usually like, you know, eight to 12 weeks of really serious progress versus, you know, you can just half-assed and not get anywhere. And, And it's, you know, it's like, you know, you try not to, you know, muddle with words with people. It's just like, you know, if you want to do this, just accept that, like, there's some pain to it. Like, you're trying to make a change that most people fail with. Like, you kind of have to accept that, like. And this isn't fun, and you know I've seen some a lot of professionals. in our field just be like, you know, I'm. Still, like, when I want to make progress, I count calories, and it sucks. It sucks out. Can you
0: still hear me? Okay, perfect. Yeah, I, I thought I lost you for a second, um, but yeah, I totally agree, hundred percent with that. Um, I think it, I think it was I think yeah. it what was Napoleon Hill. I think Napoleon Hill was who one his even Napoleon Hill or Earl Nightingale was one of their biggest success principles is there is absolutely no such thing as something for nothing. There will be sacrifice and pain to an extent, you know? Yeah, exactly.
1: And, and I mean, the more like, you know, when something becomes non-painful, you find the next painful thing and that's, that's basically how progress works.
0: I would totally agree. That's why,
1: why uh, that's, that's why this like, I mean, everything I know about life and whatever, whatever goes well for me, um, you know, it's, it was learned in fitness and fitness isn't the only place to learn it, but um, you know, it's, it's, it's getting back on track when you screw up. It's, you know, it's dealing with setbacks. It's, 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 it's the fact that going to the gym four days a week sometimes sucks. It's like doing things when you don't want to do them. Um, You know, it's, it's, it's those are important lessons to learn.
0: Yep. I would agree with that. Now, let me ask you, this: kind of wrapping things up a little bit. If somebody like, yeah. cause we, we, we know that the, the, just like our, our conversation just now that when it comes to calories and tracking and diligence and things like that, <laughs> now, do you personally go about it with your clients when they're not quite ready for calorie counting. If you have, I'm, I'm sure you have some, that the concept of tracking isn't either like, I know some people who just suck at it, but it's like any other skill, but some people who just aren't quite ready for it, that it just sends them into an anxiety filled overdrive. Um, is there a certain way you approach that with your clients?
1: Um, you know, it depends on the client. Um, I would say like in, in an average case, I may just say, let's not do it at all right now. And I, and I make like, I like, we may touch base on a couple, like, I may have a couple principles for them. Like, and it may be just like, Hey, meal prep once a week, or I may find one thing they can do nutritionally that they can focus on that I think is going to make the biggest difference. Um, and, and like, if someone who like actually just like has crazy weekends, I may like check in on the weekends and let's make sure that you're not doing that or let's try and find, you know, where things are going wrong. But for a lot of them, it's probably just like develop some confidence. Like if I know them following the strength training programs for the first, like one or two months is going to give them the progress I look for anyways, then you you just look for them to develop some pro like confidence there. And then, you know, it's almost like you're tossing jabs along the way because, you know that that glory period where, you know, you don't have to be perfect at all to make progress is going to slow down. But as long as they see the inches coming off, which they always do, um, you know, for most people in the first month or two, as long as you can develop some confidence and then all of a sudden they're willing to listen to you more. Um, and then you, you can try, kind of start from there, but I haven't gotten too many situations where people are like, Oh my God, that's like way too overwhelming. Um, but uh but but I, but I do think like once people start to see the progress, they start to like, you know, like I, in the first month, I'm like so fast to get on the phone with someone that if they need it. It's, it's like you, you develop trust. And I think it just goes back to like the more, you know, more someone knows you care about them, the more they're willing to listen to what you want to do. And, you know, after like six weeks or something, it's like people are just more, OK, well, let's let's get on this thing. Let's work at it. And I may just say, like like you said, like I don't do a one-week food journal with people I would like them to, but typically they just want to get going right away. But after four weeks or something, if they're not counting already, I may just have them like, let's just practice this and work at it. Like It's like, email me every day, show me what you did. Um, I have my clients send me a tracker so that they fill out a spreadsheet and I might just be like, hey, let's see what it looks like or send me a sample meal plan. Um, you know, build one yourself and show me the, the calories and protein on each ingredient um, and then send it back to me so I can look at it.
0: I like that. That's a good idea, dude. Uh, that's, I really like that. Does that, it's funny because
1: people, people want meal, like every now and then you'll get someone like, do you, do you give me a meal plan? And um, you know, I'm quick to say like, I don't believe in giving anyone. Well, for one, it's illegal, but two, I just like, I don't think it's effective at all, but, and, and, I used to feel weird about being like, no, you're going to make your own meal plan because, you know, it's almost like I feel like I'm supposed to do it for them. But on the other hand, like as a nutrition coach, you're just kind of trying to get people to do the right things. And I thought back to what the way I used to do it and not that everyone has to do everything the way that I used to do it or the way that any coach does it. But but it's only common sense. It's like if you're going to if you're going to if you want a meal plan and you want one that's tailored to what you like, you should sit down with a pen and paper and just write out the ingredients to, you know, if you want three meals a day. And you want one that's like fast at breakfast. So you make a smoothie or something, but you, you know, you write out the ingredients you get on my fitness pal or, or, or the internet and you find out, you know, the calories and protein. And all of a sudden you're giving yourself a food education. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and like, that's the first time I calorie counted, I, I must've been like, what was I like 18 or something like that. Like I paid like an online, you know, quote unquote coach, um, who gave me a program and gave me some calorie numbers and I followed them like crazy. Got crazy results, um, but uh, the first thing you had to do is send him a meal plan. Um, I stuck to it like crazy, like like fanatically crazy, um, and uh, and it worked. And uh, and then that the, the biggest benefit I ever got at that is and all those this is risky to say because, you know, I don't want people eyeballing too much, but I can pretty much look at food and have a pretty good idea of what's in what. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, like, that's like like learning about what's in food, like for the people that think. You know, nuts have a lot of protein in them, or like, you know, nuts are a healthy food when you're, you know, losing weight. It's like, you know, you, you want to know that, you know, when you look at a handful of nuts, you know, that that's actually a ton of calories, um, for instance. But uh, yeah, no, that that like I think just sitting down with a pen and paper and just learning about food.
0: I got A lot. Of idea. That's a, That's a really good like workshop idea for like, like a get a class full of people and teach them how to write their own meal plan. That's yeah, a good webinar. Yeah, for real.
1: like that. It's like, but it's like it's one of those things that we almost. I think that like again. I mean, we we're prone to this as well as we we think something that everyone knows. Um, you know, all that simple stuff that we do by nature is something everyone knows, and that's probably one of those things where, you know, if you actually get people to do it, you just you're in a classroom and you see light bulbs go off, and you just realize like you gave people a ton of value with you know thinking it was something that everyone just does naturally.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with that. So. Cool, cool. Now, uh, now, after people listening to this and realizing how absolutely amazing you are with that beautiful mane of hair, uh, where can people find you at? Whether they want to just follow your content or maybe apply for your coaching program or whatever the case is, where can people find you at? Uh, the best best place currently is uh,
1: on Instagram at Chad Hargrove1 um, and uh, Facebook. If you, if you search Chad Hargrove or even like look through your mutual friends, you can find me. Um, do you want to send me an email? Uh, chad at chadhargrove.com. And uh, I think that's, that's pretty much it. Uh, the website, chadhargrove.com and uh, all pretty simple.
0: And that's about it. Perfect, brother. Perfect. Well, dude, thank you so much for hopping on here and giving you know my listeners some value. Uh, I appreciated a shit ton. So.
1: Thanks for having me on, dude.
0: Um, great to talk again. And uh, best of luck
1: to you. We'll talk soon.
0: Awesome, brother. Talk to you later. Cool. All right, guys, thank you once again for listening to today's episode of the Hamilton Train Podcast. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. Be sure and go follow Chad and follow him on his social platforms or shoot him a DM or anything like that. Um, Yeah, so if you enjoy this podcast, please rate it and review it on whatever you're listening to it on. But really quick, I wanted to throw this out there before we hop off this episode. If you have a question you want me to talk about on the podcast, if you go on to Anchor, I know some of you guys listen to this podcast on Anchor, some are listening to it on iTunes or whatever. If you go to the Anchor app and find my profile, just go and type in Hamilton Trained or the Hamilton Trained podcast, I should say, um, there is a voice memo button where you can send me an actual like voice recording and you can ask me a question. You can stay completely anonymous. You don't have to tell anybody who you are, but here's the thing most people i talk to i answer about the same you know 20 questions every day which is totally fine but here's the thing so many people are afraid to ask questions but what you got to understand is if you're asking a question chances are there's a couple hundred more people who have that same question that could probably are probably afraid to ask it so if you you can have any question you want and go on to anchor and send me a voice memo asking the question like you know click the voice memo hey jared um, i was just wondering is it possible i can rub peanut butter all over my body and lose weight and then i can actually if i want to answer it on the show i can actually put that question on the show and then address it so if you have a question and would like for me to talk about it please go and do that i would love to do that especially if i could get an episode of just nothing but questions, you know? So don't feel like you're being stupid unless you legitimately are asking about topical peanut butter use for fat loss. But for real, if you have a question and you really want to know the answer to it, or would like me to talk about it, go over to anchor, shoot me a voice memo of you asking that question. And who knows? I might just put it on the podcast and talk about it. So I hope this helps. I will talk to you guys next time.